whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 39 and 40, Time of My Life. It's the season 12 finale. We've made it. I feel like season 12 has lasted forever, but it like it, but it hasn't felt like, like a slog like season 11 was. Yeah, I think it just has been forever because it's actually been longer than any of our other seasons. It's just a long, I don't know. I think season 11 was longer. (laughs) Season 11 felt longer. No, I but like we did it like we, but because we like spaced out how often we recorded for it. True. And we took some breaks. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We took more breaks during season 12, but I think there were technically more episodes in season 11, but I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter because it's the end of season 12, which is really weird. Um, but, oh yeah, Kelsey, do you want to read us the, we haven't done this in a while. I'm like, wait, what do we do next? Um, Kelsey, I read some stuff. will you please read the Degrassi wiki summary? Would love to. All right. Time of my life. Imogen can't imagine saying goodbye to Fiona and resorts to desperate measures to try to keep them together. Claire attempts to move on with her life without Eli. Mo wants to lock down a bromance with Jake before the summer. Pretty accurate. Noted final appearances of Fiona Coyne, Marisol Lewis, Jake Martin. Did we know his last name was Martin? And Owen Milligan. Dang, I can't believe Fiona's leaving, though. I know. Also, why is Katie still going to be here? Maybe she, like, comes back to do Maya stuff, but she's not going to be a series regular anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. And who else graduated? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Dallas. No, he did not. Oh, that's right. No, he didn't. Um, <laughs> He's like on another victory lap, maybe. I have so many victory laps. Um, Eli, but he'll come back He's for Claire stuff. Um, who else graduated? I don't know. It was a weird class. It was. I, I wasn't like sad at all about anybody who was leaving. Nope. So I was like... All right. <laughs> it was nice knowing you guys. Seriously. You random senior. Uh, other than Fiona, every, everyone, every, other than Fiona and Eli, everyone who graduated was, like, added after a lot of, like, the juniors yeah. on the show that we've been following. That's like, oh, okay, bye, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much. It, Owen's been around for a while, but we won't miss we, Owen. No. Who cares about Owen? He was really hot in this episode. Though. He was really hot in many episodes. Know, he's, he's been so confusingly terrible. hot for like two seasons, and uh, he as a as an actor, and, and he as a human. yeah, he is a human, and he as a character terrible. Yeah, it's annoying. Can you talk to me about time of our life? Yes, it's a 1987 song by Bill Medley and Jennifer Warrens, aka it's the song from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, um, it's amazing. They said time of my life like a billion times in this episode. They did. And they played the song like at least twice. At least twice. Which, how much money? How much money was I mean, that? Definitely. Well, the first one was def- the one that played at prom was definitely a cover version. I could tell. And I don't think I was paying close enough attention. And then they like sang it with the marching band at 
graduation. But they still need the rights. Yeah, but it's pro. I bet it's less if it's a cover. And mm. if you're like singing it yourself, mm. I would assume it has to be. Also, I'm pretty sure that song is used all the time just to make like pop culture references. So like, how expensive can those rights be? Yeah. Um, the song always reminds me of um, Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. Also, I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Not time after time. <laughs> Both of them. Interesting. I mean, I I'm just dirty dancing all day long. We did get drunk and watch that movie like within the past year. Did we? We did. It was. Oh, I think it was the. Movie. I think it was like the end of a drunk sleepover, and it was like mm-hmm. movie number three. So we both passed out like okay, so well that's before any. That's why I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we fell asleep like well before anybody put baby in a corner. Like, did she even carry a watermelon yet? She carried a watermelon. Okay. You might have been asleep by the time I she carried a watermelon. Because I, I don't remember starting that movie at all. Uh, R.I.P. Patrick Swayze. I still find out. I still can't believe that he died. I know, right? Anyway, enough about Dirty Dancing. We watched Time of My Life. And I guess, was this technically a movie? Because the way that it was, it opened felt like a movie. It did. Um... I don't also, know. we learned that we're planning prom. Imogen says fiddlesticks. Also, has not opened her report card yet. Yeah. And then we find out that she fails ever. Or she opens it and looks really bummed out because she's like, either I passed and I'm going to design school with Fiona or I failed and I have to stay another year. And then she opens it and looks very crestfallen. I'm like, is this like how they're getting her to stay on the show another year? I yes. guess she's failed. Um, this scene is shot weird and then later scenes are shot weird. So I'm like curious to know if it was like a different director, but like they were I making. Think it was Stefan Brogan. Really? Because yeah. they were making choices. Yeah. This one I didn't care for so much, but the one at the end, which I will bring up again that it is shot weird, I really loved. <laughs> I like. Oh, the, the very ending shot? The No, the one in the bathroom. With oh, Allie yeah, and Claire yeah, yeah, talking, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, shot yeah. really weird. But I thought that was like a really smart choice. Yeah. I really liked that. This was shot weird, and it just like it was like it just made me a little queasy. Yeah, I don't really remember. But we're are we at the school? No, they're at no, a they're hotel. Like at a hotel. Okay, right. So it's like the first time Degrassi's this, this done a real prom, the most high budget prom that this school has ever had. But and also, then we get like a fun title card. We do get a fun title card. They love a fun title card. But also, I feel like this is like the most realistic to a prom exactly. that they've I was, done. I was thinking that too. I'm like, damn, this actually looks like prom. It's not yeah. in your gym. Yeah. Although I, maybe we both, maybe it's the most realistic for just our experiences. That's true. Because I feel like we both grew up in pretty like affluent neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, I would like when we both went to public school, but our proms were both at like yeah a hotel slash mine was at Sacramento State University's like ballroom or something like that. Yeah, mine was at my junior prom was at like a this weird Sheridan, but I don't remember my senior prom was. I just know I left early. <gasps> no, my senior prom was at the Hilton in Pearl River, New York. Hey. I know because I had to stay there recently to go to a friend's wedding. Oh, and you're like, this is where we have prom. It was really weird. <laughs> That's so bizarre. I don't think I don't think I'm ever going to go back to that Sac State ballroom. So. No, it's not on your list. <laughs> probably not. I probably won't ever go back to Sac State ever, but who knows? Um, only, only time, time will tell. There. 
any way. Fiona can still throw a great party. It's very yes. Bobo Gossip Girl in there. Yes. Um, and then we, we're like the next scene. We're in the hallway and Katie and Marisol are like, I can't believe we're graduating. I'm going to miss you when I go to Stanford and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, so I guess. Katie is officially going to Stanford. I couldn't remember if that was confirmed, but I think it was think confirmed. It was, but but also, forgot. who cares? Um, can we do fashion really quick? Yes. Um, I like Imogen's dress in the opening scene, and this is the first time all season I've liked Marisol's hair. Yeah, it's like I feel like the bangs have grown out to an extent where it like looks okay now. Just in time for her to leave. Just like yeah. after you get Seriously. a haircut, your hair only looks great like the two weeks before you have to get another haircut. Yeah. And I like her polka dot, her polka dot like tie up shirt she's wearing in this scene. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. Fiona's hair and makeup looks great this entire episode. Yes, um, I like Imogen in the purple robe. I'm assuming it's Fiona's robe because it's a very Fiona kind of it's robe. Very silky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind Jenna's like pale pink silvery satiny prom dress yeah i was, was into it fitting for her and i thought claire looked great i hated that dress but she looked good in it yeah and like her hair and makeup looked really good it was a like rare me liking claire's hair moment yeah and Allie's is of course wearing like hot pink yeah uh, she is always on brand connor's so handsome in his tux he's so handsome all the time i was i like i like to stalk his uh fucking instagram I just <laughs> obviously like god damn um katie's gold dress is fine yeah katie and marisol like because i did not care for marisol's weird sparkly collar deal yeah it's like a very weird long necklace yeah but um that's yeah that's yeah it's weird it's like long and dangling to her is it a necklace or is it a i think it's a necklace i think it's like a really crazy statement oh so she's wearing like a like a sleeveless dress but it's like a weird long like chokery dangly necklace that looks like it could be a collar i think so Weird. that's what i was getting but i cannot confirm I could not tell. but also like katie and marisol look like models like just they're so sparkly they're so sparkly <laughs> they like and so pretty still in vegas <laughs> because like in, we're looking we're we're looking at like i just like i noticed how jarring it is because we're from like Allie and Jenna and Claire, who are all, like, super beautiful, but still look like high school students. Yes. And then we pan over to Katie and Marisol, who like, look oh. like they're 25. Yeah. And I'm like, this is jarring. Yeah. They look like 25-year-old I models. I that. Like, Katie looked amazing. She looked great. Um, Can we talk about Eli and his... <laughs> Prince Charming his outfit. Prince Charming outfit. Oh, my God. I mean, we're going to talk about that I was like, welcome length. to the color parade. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, okay, I hated Fiona's and Imogen's weird kind of matching black and pink weird tool. I hated Imogen's dress, or I hated Fiona's dress more than I hated Imogen's dress. I liked Imogen's. Fiona's, here are my two notes on Fiona's. Was it like queen of hearts, like weird checkered pattern? My first, I have two notes. They're several paragraphs apart. First note. I don't know how I feel about Fiona's Harlequin dress. Second note, several lines down. I hate Fiona's <laughs> yeah, Harlequin dress. I did not like her dress. It was so bad. Imogen's was better, though. Yes. But Fiona designed them both. Um, and I did like Imogen's like weird teapot purse. Oh, yeah. I like that, that was too. very cute. Eli does look really cute, though. He does. I'm, I'm, mm. Also, I wrote, why does Owen look so good, though? <laughs> yes. 
Um, I hate Fiona's dress. I hate um, it. My final note is I really liked Imogen's outfit in the final graduation oh, yeah, yeah, scene. Yeah, like the white, like with the black collar, lacy, yeah, yeah. I, dress. I really like that too. Fiona's like weird, uber structured pattern dress for graduation was also a choice. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I don't know. I feel like Fiona has that thing where it's like she's fashion, fashion, but also like a lot of the times that means it's, it's bad. Not street, it's not streetwear fashion. Really. No, it's often bad. Also, I feel like because it's still like a grassy budget, it's like tacky trying yeah. to be fashion, fashion. Yeah. So it often misses the mark. Yeah, definitely. It's like Forever 21's interpretation of what fashion is. Yes, one million percent. <laughs> like those clothes will, apart, will, will, will fall, fall apart. Fall apart immediately. In the washing machine. Um, But so, oh yeah, so Katie and Marisol are like, eh, graduation. And then Mo is like, I want to lock down a bromance with Jake. But we find out that Jake isn't going to prom. And he's very insecure in his friendship with Jake, which I find confusing because they hang out all the time yeah but he's like i don't know if he's gonna be my friend after graduation which like, like why what would give you that indication i don't know <laughs> maybe I'm... they're just not as close as we thought they were i don't, I don't know. know they're also kind of new friends though i guess it's only really been since he the started dating katie yeah was that the beginning of this i don't remember how time works on this show so Me i neither. could be completely wrong it could just be the semester i don't remember when did they get together because she was dating well, she was Drew dating still Drew at the beginning at the of the beginning year. beginning of the year, but that ended pretty quickly. I feel like it had to it had to have been, like, most of the year. Or like, it was from probably, like, the middle of first semester to the middle of second semester, because spring break was Vegas. Yeah. I don't remember when they got together, though. Maybe they were just flirty for a while. They were flirty for a while. I don't think they got together until the beginning of this semester. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Don't remember. I don't know. Also, but, did who got together first? Katie and Jake or Marisol and Mo? Marisol and Mo. Did they? Yeah. Because they've been together since season 11, I think. They have? I think so. They've been together for a while. In Degrassi time. Oh, yeah. Because in the theme song, they're like together. So it has to have been for at least the whole season. Yeah, God, I, this time the timeline is so confusing. I'm sure everyone is screaming at us, the, screaming the answer at us right now too. Anyway, don't tweet me. I don't care. Then we're with Fiona and Imogen, and Imogen's like getting ready, and Fiona says, "You look so good, and you're you'll look even better with your necklace." And she's like, "I don't have a necklace." And then she whips out. Like a coin family necklace I think, thing. No, I think because she, like I that. think she made it. Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember because she's like, it's a coin original. Right, 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 right. Um, and then we find out that Imogen flunked all of her classes, and she yep. tells Fiona about it. But first, she like dramatically flops on the bed. Yeah, because Imogen is still Imogen. And she's like, I can't go to design school with you. I have to stay another year. And Fiona's like, we'll make it work. I'll come and visit. It'll be fine. And it's like, Fiona is always one to want to make it work in the words of Tim Gunn. Um, And I'm curious about what design school is in Toronto. That you can tweet at me. No idea. Uh, 
did she say she's going to London? She said, I'm going to be in the same city I when they were like true. dealing with their whole. And then we hear like a knocking and Fiona's like, what's that sound? And Imogen says, the pitter patter of my heart. And then we find out that it's Mrs. Coyne, who is not on the lamb, as Fiona asks, but she has been cleared of all legal problems and they're rich again, which is extremely convenient. Wildly convenient. <laughs> also... I love the use of on the lamb. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't happen enough anymore, you guys. Let's bring on the lamb back. Yeah. Like it's like 1950. Um, But real quick, then we're with Allie and Claire and Jenna who are shopping for prom dresses. And Allie and Jenna are like, so when are you and Eli going to get back? You guys got to get back together. And Claire's like, he keeps calling me, but I won't get back together with him because... We shouldn't. And I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't. Agreed. Like, You're totally going to get back together. And then Claire see, like, runs into some guy named Cliff Jacobs who's like in her something class. And very obviously gay. Very obviously gay. When she asked him, literally, my, she asks him to prom and literally my, and he says yes. And she's like, I'm going to move on. And my note is, is Cliff not gay? <laughs> <laughs> also, I would like to say that when Allie and Jenna are like trying to talk Claire back into dating Eli or whatever, Jenna says, what about all the people who want you two together? Yeah, and I was, I was like, like, cool, okay. fourth wall break. <laughs> and they're like, and Allie's like, you're, you're the fight. You're finalist for, for prom king and queen. I'm like, what? And confusing. And I was just like, why is everybody pushing this? They are not healthy. No. Also, why is Claire the one who's being reasonable in the situation? Why did we backtrack so hard and so quickly on Eli making like a healthy decision for himself where he's the yeah. one who's like, Claire, get back together with me. I made a huge mistake. I was acting horribly after the cam thing. It's all my fault. Get back together with me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No. You made the right choice. You made all of the good points when you make when you broke up with Claire. How is this being spun into being on you now? I'm, I am feel like we talked about this in the last episode, but I'm still so confused. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like the explanation here is teen hormones and like yeah. being afraid to be alone. Fucking Jesus Christ. Um, And then Claire asked Cliff to prom to prove a point that she's not going to get back together with Eli. Again, obviously gay. <laughs> um, but then we're back with Fiona and this is when you find out she's rich again and... Her mom also sat next to some designer, Italian designer, on the plane, and she's gotten Fiona an interview with him to work in his, like, fashion house in Rome next year. Oh, no, she she is going to have to skip prom to meet him. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot. Also, it's in, it's like, in. I mean, it's an interview, but it's, she's basically like, you're basically being offered a job as a junior designer, which is in insane. Rome, without ever having met this man, when because I showed him some of your designs on my phone or something on the plane. That's fucking bananas. Whatever happened. Although fucking nepotism does prevail in these fields, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. But, but still. But also, like. She's that's in, like not that's even insane. an intern. It's like junior designer. Yeah. No, I was like, yeah, give the girl an internship. Cool. But yeah. like you're giving her like like she's not even like a person she's who's like fetching coffee. She doesn't need to be paid. Yeah. Yeah. Give that job to someone who has student who loan debt. Worked for that. Also, like, I mean, at the very least, make her like an assistant. Yeah. But junior designer. Yeah, that's, that's like insane. that's like 
it doesn't sound like a high level job, but that's a high that's level skipping job. Skipping a couple steps. That's skipping sure. several jobs. You intern, assistant, like so many things before you become like junior anything. Like fashion closet person. I yeah. I don't know if that's a thing at design houses or more magazine, but like something equivalent to that. Yeah. Probably assistant. Yeah. But still, that's like. If LC had to be, like, some fucking assistant, whatever the hell, intern, like, Fiona's gonna have to be. Yeah. It's... Come on. It's insane. Even Blair Waldorf was an intern at at Women's Wear Daily on Gossip Girl. I thought she was an intern at W. W. Was it W? I could... No, no, she got interviewed by Women's Wear Daily because fucking what's-her-face glasses... Yeah. ...girl from high school worked there. Yeah. Right. Um... Anyway, but yeah, but she was a terrible intern because she was terrible. Yeah, I mean, I uh, love Blair Waldorf. I mean, Blair Waldorf. I mean, for days. Any but way, but this is it's insane. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but then we are with Jenna, Claire, and Allie, and they're all getting ready for prom. And Claire can't zip up her prom dress because there's a lump on her back, which is probably cancer. It's definitely cancer. It's definitely cancer. Um, as soon as it happened, I just I, yelled cancer. I just wrote, oh my God, Claire can't zip up her dress because skin cancer? Is it skin cancer or is or it breast cancer? Leukemia. I don't know. I don't know anything about this plot line. Well, they say later that in the bathroom when they're talking about all of her symptoms that there's signs of leukemia. Mm. Isn't that what Snake had? I don't know. I think he did. It's always leukemia. It's always leukemia on TV. I'm wondering if I think I'm wondering if it's because it's like one of the forms of cancer that has the highest success rate in going into remission. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it is one of the lesser scary ones. It's pretty scary, but I I mean, they're all scary. I can't remember. My friend had it. I had a friend who had it in middle school too. I think she, it's also one. Of, it's because it's one of those ones that like does happen to kids. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, one of my friends in middle school had it, and it was really scary. Like, kids aren't getting lung cancer for no, the no, most no, part, no. Um, or skin cancer. You would hope. Um, anyway, I think she said it was a, a signs of leukemia at the end but she's got something on her back she's got something also what originally when they couldn't zip the dress i was like oh god is claire pregnant i thought that too because that's always a thing for some reason there have been so many pregnancy scares like with this generation of degrassi people yeah and actual pregnancies yeah yeah because i feel like it was just like liberty and like manny who got an abortion and then, and then I don't, can't remember when the next one was, but it was like, Allie thought she was pregnant. Jenna did get pregnant. Um, didn't somebody else get pregnant or thought they were pregnant? I don't know. Anyway. Can't remember. I can't, it's all blurring together now. Anyway. Oh, also, Claire is like, what do you think Cliff stands for? And Allie suggests Heathcliff, which <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Um, I mean, Claire is just, like, trying to be Wuthering Heights. Let's but be then, real. is it Claire's mom who comes in and is like, your prom date's outside? I don't know. Someone yells it up the stairs. And I thought it was Jake. Claire walks outside and sees Eli 
wearing like a Prince Charming outfit in a horse and carriage. He clearly has a speech prepared. And poor Cliff walks up and is like, what the fuck's going on? And and he, Eli goes, who are you? And he goes, her prom date? Who are you? And he goes, her soulmate. And I threw <laughs> so up. I threw up in my mouth. I was like, no, don't make me hate you again. Eli. Um, but then we're at prom and Connor looks handsome. And Katie and Marisol get there, and oh my god! And Mo's like bummed out because he's like, Jake's not here. I'm sad. And then in, and then Jake like makes an entrance. Does he like snap or he like does something? He does and says, something. Hey, handsome. Yes, and he's wearing a tux. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> also, he looks great. Yeah, he does look good. I'm like, mm, Jake in a tux is not a bad look. Um, but then we're at. A table with Fiona and Imogen and Drew and Bianca. And Imogen is real pissed off about this internship. And she's like, and her mom came in and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Fiona's right there. You're like talking so much smack right now, Imogen. And like she knows that Fiona has a good relationship with her mom. And she's like blaming her mom for this. Like this isn't a huge opportunity. Yeah. And Bianca and Drew are like, ugh. And Bianca's like, do you want to go dance? And Drew's like, I love dancing. Which, Let's go. Which made me laugh. Um, but also we find out that Fiona did call Frederico. Right. Which Imogen is like, wait, you called him? It's like, yeah, Imogen, you fucking dummy. It's a fucking opportunity. It's a job. It's not even an internship. It's a junior designer. It's a job opportunity. This is a job for someone in their early 30s. Yeah. Like, I want to make that abundantly clear. <laughs> like, this is, it sounds like a low-level job, but this is a job that someone in their 30s has. Yeah. That's insane. Um, but then Imogen oh, steals man. her phone, which I was like, oh, no, this is going to be idea. bad. Um, but then Claire's slow dancing with Cliff and is like bragging on like he, she's just like, wah, 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 Eli, Eli, he abandoned me like la la. I can't remember what she, she said. She I says, not she listen. says, you know what I like about you? You're dependable. Right. All the 12 hours that I've known you, you have done everything correct and shown up and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because it's been 12 hours. Also, because he doesn't want to fuck you. Yeah. And she's like, eh, we have this whole plan. He was going to go to NYU and I was going to meet him later to go to Columbia. We were going to get a studio in Brooklyn. And I'm like, girl, you do not want to commute to columbia from brooklyn no washington heights it's high up there it's a hard live why live by columbia it's just it's the same price yeah it's oh my god my my roommate did um grad school at columbia and commuted from my apartment oh my god in south brooklyn how long was that like an hour and a half insane at least dear god no thank you yeah that's a fucking commute no you don't want to do that um Anyway, I I mean I just got hung up on those specifics. No, and, and that's that's like our entire role. And Claire finally learns that Cliff is gay and also wants to fuck Eli. Yeah, I get <laughs> Which it. Which fair. Um, and then of course Claire and Eli win prom king and queen, and Claire runs away, and poor Eli is sad and on stage by himself. He looks good though. That's when I wrote this out. He does look good. <laughs> um, and Claire bolts. Yeah, but then we're with Imogen, who has Fiona's phone, and Feder- Frederico, Federico or Frederico? I think Frederico. I don't know. Calls, and Imogen answers and is like, hi, you're looking for Fiona? That's me. Hang on. I'll meet you. Sure. And, and I was like, like oh, no. Um, and then. Jake and Mo steal some cakes. They steal some couple's cake, 
And then we find out that Marisol paid Jake $50 to come to prom, and Moe's really butthurt about it. Moe's being a whiny little baby. He really is. This is, the, like, the most nothing storyline. It is. Although, I do like the fact that he just, like, wants Jake to be his friend. Yeah. He wants, like, he wants to be sure that Jake wants to be his friend. It's honestly the yeah. first six months of every relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> does he like me? Like, that's literally it. Or does he just think I'm annoying and is humoring me? Yeah. That's the first six months of every relationship of my life. Um, you guys, it's not always the first one. But just FYI. <laughs> we're not always only six months. <laughs> also that. Um, but then Imogen shows up to meet Frederico. Um, or Fed or whatever the fuck his name is. It and doesn't she matter. acts like she's drunk. She like steals his champagne. She touches his leg. She does all this fucking crazy thing. She pretends she's pretending to be Fiona. And Can she I- like ruins the whole thing. It's horrible. Can it's I crazy. can I read you my notes of me being anguished about this? No, Imogen. No, I can't. This is painful. Oh God, Jesus, fuck. And that that was said, about Holy it. Sh-. I was like, Oh my God, Imogen, what are you doing? Holy shit, don't touch his knee. Dear God, Imogen, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, just Oh God, Jesus, fuck is how I ended it because yeah. I just no, could not function. It lot. was horrible. It was terrible. Horrible. Um. But then we're back at the dance, and Owen is sad because he's like, last year I went to prom with Anya, and this year three people have turned me down. And Dallas is like, I'm never going to go on a date again because I'm going to be on full-time daddy duty. And then Moe's like, Moe's like also being sad, and I don't really care. They're all whiny babies, and also they're drinking at prom, which is such a cliche. And they're playing. Then time of your life comes on, and we find out that it's playing because Marisol wanted it to be like their song at prom or something. And but then and Mo does nothing because he's mad at the wrong person. But then really quickly, yeah. Then he's like, "I'm not dancing with her because she paid Jake fifty dollars to come to prom. He shouldn't be mad at anybody. No, except for himself." Um, but then we're with Claire, who's like crying. Yeah, I just wrote Claire's drama. And yes, and then she, we, it's like you bailed on me. I can't trust you anymore. And then Eli's like, I'm gonna be a PA on some film. Then I leave tomorrow, and I'm gone the whole summer. Let's not waste any time. And she's like, Okay, we should fuck. Um, is where that well, goes. But then the fucking song from the Twilight prom plays Flightless Bird American Moth or something. I don't remember it's that. It's embarrassing that I know that that is a song that played in the movie Twilight during their prom, but I had that soundtrack, so that's why I know. Don't. I did not know me. that, but that feels but like it was fucking, definitely on purpose. But the fucking Twilight prom song is playing, and then Eli's like, what do you say, my queen? And then we're with Imogen. And Fiona finds out that she has her phone and she's like, maybe Federico called and she calls her mom. And then we're back with Eli and we find out and he's like dancing with Claire and we find out he rigged the prom king and queen thing to make them win. Yeah, it's kind of sweet, actually. And then they're like, we're going to have sex. Basically, you know, like you're so well, cliche. Well, well, no, she's like, she's like, what do people normally do at prom? And you know that she's like yeah. gearing up yeah. towards this, and he's yeah. not getting it. And he's like, get drunk, get a room, and she's like, have sex. <laughs> it was the most awkward have sex I've ever heard in my entire life, and I was like, oh no, I hate this. I, I, hate, I hate it. it. I hate it. Um, 
But then... Oh, wait. Can I just say Imogen did, like, not only did everything that Imogen did was, like, uncomfortable. She also, like, lied and said that she went to go take care of her dad, which is, like, different. No, no, dude. Don't use your dad as an excuse. That's not cool. Don't use your dad as an excuse anyway, but, like, like, oh, no. No. I just Um, wanted to go back to that because I feel like... We breeze through Imogen being not great. And then she like goes up to Drew and Bianca while they're dancing. She's like, I did something bad. I messed up. And they're like, you'll make up. It's fine. Well, Drew actually gives pretty good advice because she's like, she's like, Drew, you screw up all the time. And he's like, yeah, kind of. And <laughs> and she's like, I fucked up really bad. What do I do? And he's like, tell her the truth and apologize and hope for the best. Yes, and she's exactly. like, that's terrible advice. And I'm like, no, that's, that's great advice. Good advice. Drew has learned. Yeah. You would hope he would by now. I mean, it's taken him a really long time. <laughs> it's taken a very long time. Listen, he's cute, but he's slow. He's such a dummy. He's a beautiful dummy. Um, But then Fiona is pissed and hurt and betrayed. And she's like, you did this and you impersonated me and blah, blah, blah. And Imogen's like, but it's kind of romantic, right? And she's like, no, it's selfish and immature. Yeah. Which, yeah. And then she like storms off as a pink song plays. Yeah, like goes and angry dances. She does my notice angry dancing. But she's like, she's like, this is my future, which is a fair point. Also, Imogen pretending to be drunk, like that's like so specific to like being bad. Yeah, to Fiona. Yes, because her mom called her and because. Frederico called her and was like, she was drunk and she did this. And her mom like was calling rehabs and all of this sh- yeah. shit. Oh, it was so if bad. If anyone knows Imogen, because Imogen was one of the first people to know that Fiona was an alcoholic other than Holly J. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Remember so that? Remember that truth or dare in the right? apartment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. God, it was really bad. Um, But then we're with... Claire and Eli, and I was like, are they going to fuck out a closet? But yeah. they don't because they hear Imogen crying in the same closet. Uh, but first, they're like, we should get a hotel room. Do you have a credit card? And she's like, my mom gave me one in case of an emergency. And I'm like, your mom is going to see that charge. Yeah. You dummy. Yeah. But okay. Also, um, it seems like a nice hotel. That is not going to be a cheap room. No, no, no. And they're going to jack up those prices because they know <laughs> that like horny high school students are trying to get rooms. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, but then Imogen is crying and they're like, what's going on? And Eli's here to be a pal. And then I cannot focus on anything. Nope. I just, nope. Gangnam Style is playing. (laughs) They play like the whole song. They do. That must have been expensive for this time too. But oh my, yeah, no, my note is OMG Gangnam Style. I wrote, holy shit, Gangnam Style is playing in the background. I cannot focus. It took me like, (laughs) it took me years to get that song stuck out of my head. And now it's stuck in my head again. And Eli's telling, he, uh, as the song is playing, Eli's like, you should help Fiona get the job. Make it up to her. And then we're off with Mo, and he's drunk. Also, like, can I just say, if anyone knows how to fix a situation like this, it's yeah, Eli. Yeah, definitely Eli. And then Mo is drunk and is mad at Marisol. And Marisol's like, like, you, I did that because, like, you were too chicken to tell Jake how you felt. And I schemed. You know I scheme. Yeah, I loved that. I was like, she does. Yeah. Marisol knows what she's about. Yeah, and then he throws up on her twice, and Gognum Style is still playing. Yep, as he's puking on her shoes. And then 
Claire comes up to Allie and Jenna and she's like, we're going to have sex. And Allie's like, you're not bringing, you're not doing this because you think you're going to die because of that lump on your back, right? And I'm like, bringing that back into the Yeah, let's not forget. Um... And then um, Jenna also, and Allie are giving Claire some real talk about what losing your virginity is like, which is weird, awkward, and quick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, they give the... For everyone out there who is a virgin, they give the best advice I've ever heard, which I wrote down and is fully accurate. <laughs> and also, this is probably good for your first time having sex with anyone yeah. in your life. Keep your expectations low and yeah. you will not be disappointed. Yeah. Low. I wrote down low expectations galore. Seriously. Um, but then we're with Jake and Katie who were like having a mild conversation and then immediately start making yeah, out. We which find out that Jake is me. mushroom picking in BC for the summer and then they're making out. And then Mo runs over and he's like, wait, what, uh, are you guys back together? And Jake's like, no, 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 we're just catching up. <laughs> Casually making out. It's fine. Um, and then he's like, I need your help apologizing to Marisol. I messed up. Um, and that's kind of all we hear about that. Yeah, because he's like, I didn't do our dance. And Katie was like, she's been talking about that for weeks, you big idiot. Yeah. Do something big or she will never forgive you. But then we're with Imogen and she's talking to Fiona and she's like, let's go to the airport. Let's chase down Frederico. And Fiona is not feeling it, Mr. Krabs. And is like, no, <laughs> I planned this prom. I'm not leaving. You fucked things up. Goodbye. She's like, I planned this whole prom and now I'm going to enjoy my last night. You fucked up my life. Yeah. Um, and then we're with Claire and Eli, and she's worried that sex will be a disappointment. It's and already awkward. They're just standing in front of the room, and I'm like, she's like, is this a disappointment? What about this? And, like, they kiss so much, and I'm like, just go into the room already. There's I don't so much kissing. Want to watch. I wrote, dear God, just go into the room already. I don't want to watch you make out anymore. I don't want to watch that much kissing. It's a bummer. It's gross. And then they go into the room, and there are already candles. How? 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 Don't know. Seems like a fire hazard. Did he go up ahead of time? Did are there have, always candles there? Did he, like, call ahead and have them do that? They literally just rented the room. And then, for, then the like the most cliche lines are uttered, and Claire says, "It's beautiful," and he says, "So are you." And I'm like, "My God, I hated it. <laughs> I hate this so much." Um, and then we're with Imogen and her teapot purse, and she's at the airport trying to catch Federico. I think it's Federico. And then Imogen like word vomits all over him, and is like, "I was scared. I'm." Not Fiona. I was scared of losing her. Blah, blah, blah. I've had a really hard year. Now I'm feeling... I'm like, Fiona has gone through a lot of shit this year. Imogen, yeah. Imogen, Oh, yeah. and also she, she like, says... She, like, basically is like, I impersonated her because of things, etc. And he goes... That's crazy. And I just yeah. wrote, it is it crazy, is crazy. Frederico. <laughs> you are right. And she's like, but she designed this dress and lots of other things. You should give her another chance. And then somehow Federico's like, fine, I'll give her a call. He calls her. Um, also, it's a very touching speech. Yeah. And she looks so sad when he turns away to catch his flight. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. just, I think he just like. He took lots of pity on her. He did. Um. And then it's the next morning and Claire and Eli are taking the horse carriage yes. home. Okay, this is my how question. How much money does it cost to reserve that overnight? This is my question. I was like, how like, how does this rental process work? <laughs> is it hourly? Is it by the evening? 
how why does he still have why the horse does he still have did it? he okay so did he buy it I, I was watching it with my friend and the, their theory on this because i went off i was like how long has he had this horse for it's the next morning their theory on this is that he rented the horse for the grand pickup dropped the horse back off and then in the morning rented the horse again dear god why because eli and he's sense. extra um but then I don't know. He's like leaving right after graduation. And, and all of a sudden her nose is bleeding ominously. Which means cancer. It always means show. cancer. That's what happened to Snake. Um, And he's like, oh, do you need to go to the doctor? And she's like, I'm fine. And I'm like, no, go to the doctor, please. Please go to the doctor. And then how in the fuck? I have another logistical question. Yeah, sure. Because we hit me. Imogen shows up to Fiona's house and her mom answers the door and is like, um, Fiona is getting ready for her valedictorian speech. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what? how the fuck? It's Fiona, the valedictorian. Your grades are cumulative over four years to to take that into account. And Fiona even says in her speech, I was real messed up last year. I didn't even think I was going to graduate. And I'm like, because that fact alone means that you would never be the valedictorian no. also, of your high school class. Is everyone else in this grade real dumb? Why isn't Bianca valedictorian? Bianca worked her ass off. It's, Bianca's on like quiz teams and I shit. I literally wrote down like during her speech, again, how the fuck is Fiona valedictorian? Grades are cumulative. Nobody in this class on the sh- like nobody who we follow on the show in this senior class would be a valedictorian. It would be a rando person who's actually been working hard and not being caught up in Degrassi drama who would be the va- the valedictorian. Yes. And I feel bad for whoever was robbed of that title because Fiona did not deserve to be valedictorian. Agreed. It does not make any sense. It's stupid. If anyone was going to be it, it would maybe be Katie. Yeah, but she's then the she, most extra, but, but she, she went, went off rehab, the rails. Like, what crazy. Then she went off the rails. So it's no one that we, I think you're 100% right. It's no one that we know, but the closest that we the have to that is Katie. Katie. What about Mo? He was like always, like, he never did anything that bad where you think his grades would slip. He seems yeah, like but he'd he, be a good student. Yeah, he, but he doesn't seem smart. Yeah, maybe he's. Like a B, solid B I think student. I, I'm going to say he's a solid C student. Mo's kind of a dummy. No, but he's he's like socially dumb, but I feel like he's like a nerd that he would be able to like do school. Maybe. You know? I don't know. It doesn't make I don't know. The fact is not, none of them sense. are valedictorian. Why is Fiona valedictorian? I don't. I don't know. Anyway, then Imogen's like, all right, we'll tell her good luck and goodbye. And then... So dramatic. And I got her the phone call or whatever. And then Fiona's like, you really went to the airport? And she forgives her immediately. I mean, that's Fiona all over, yeah. though. It's very, it's very in character. Yeah, it's Fiona all over. And also, she's talking... So she's talking about... She forgives her immediately. And then she's talking about how they're going to, like... You know, it's because it, Imogen's like, well, it's only going to be for a year that you're going to be in Italy, which is that true? If she's getting if a she's job, getting a it's job, not an internship. And, and then, and, and, but like, then, then you'll come join me and then we'll be there for only a couple of years and then we'll hop around somewhere else. Or I don't know. Basically, like Something she like, like names like three other places that she wants to go. And you can see on Imogen's face that she's, she's like, like mm, this is know, probably I'm not going to work. Yeah. Um, and then we're at graduation. And Claire sent a nine one. That this is when we're in the bathroom, right? Claire. No, sent- first, um, we have like the speech from Mr. Simpson, which is very sweet, right? Um, and then 
I only say this because um, he calls Bianca first, which they're not in alphabetical order, and I don't know why. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason to this order, but he calls Bianca first, and Drew, like, stands up, freaks out. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really sweet. Well, my graduation wasn't in alphabetical order, but we did, like, you sat wherever you wanted to. You could sit with your friends, but we did, like, a practice run where you had a note card so that the people would then have your names in the order that you would be sitting. But they were, Bianca just sat up, like, in the middle of the crowd and was like, I guess I'm going now. Yeah, no, it was, we didn't had, make any sense. We had assigned seating for my high school graduation. I think, I don't know why. I'm not, I think, I know. But I mean, it I, makes sense. Yeah, we had assigned seating and we went alphabetical, but for my college graduation, we had a note card that we handed to the person because we yeah. went up by major. Yeah, that's what happened at mine, too. I think it was just like the school was just way too like my high school wasn't that big. So I think they could handle like doing alphabetical order and forcing everyone to yeah. go to certain seats. My, but for my college, it was too big. My graduating class was like over 500 people. The gra- high school graduation was so fucking long and boring that I feel like they're like, just sit with your friends. We know it's going to be long. Yeah. My college graduation, I graduated in December, so my college graduation was like 45 minutes. There were only six people in my major. It was great. <laughs> it was amazing. so fast. Mine was so long. Mine was at um, Radio City, and it was so mm. long that at one point, halfway through, I knew that I wasn't going to be called for a really long time. <laughs> Still, I got up, I left, I smoked a cigarette with my friend's mom, and then I went back in. Oh I was like, God. I need a break. <laughs> God, that sounds like a nightmare. It was eternal because it was, it wasn't just um, bachelors. It was also masters. Mm, but it was like, yeah, it was yeah, everything. That's, so it was, no, thank you. It was eternal. My dad and my boyfriend at the time fell asleep. That's how it was. That's how my, both my siblings graduated. Those are not the were. same person, by the way. Yeah. Just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Awful. The only thing that got me through my brother's graduation was that Oprah spoke at it, and it was really cool. That's amazing. Um. Anyway, grad that graduate. Then we're in the bathroom and with Claire, like the very cool shot that is happening. It's like from below like and far away, from and it's, like the back of where the stalls are, like facing the sink, and it's like very, very slowly moving yeah. forward. And it's then, really good. So we Props find out Stephen Brogan. Claire had sent a 911 text to Allie about the lump. And she she's like, yeah, I need you to convince me that I don't have cancer. And I'm like, go to a doctor. And she's like, I went to the doctor. I'm like, okay, good. Thank God. And they're going to do a biopsy. And this mixed with other things that have happened to me are signs of leukemia. And Allie's like, you're totally fine. You're very healthy. La, la, la. It's fine. She's talking about how she's like, but she's also talking about how she's like a good person and how that affects that somehow, which is not like, "Mm." and I'm like, she has cancer. She a thousand percent has cancer. But Allie's being a very good friend. She is being a good friend. And it's really scary. But then Eli gets the drama prize and I'm like, because he's the most dramatic. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. Um, And then again, Fiona makes her speech, and I'm like, how the fuck are you valedictorian? I'm also very confused by, like, how they're, like, just, like, the, like, how this graduation is happening, like, the order in which it's happening. I don't know. Like, it doesn't make sense that awards are coming after also, diplomas and speeches are coming after diplomas. Valedictorian speech would not happen, like, last. No. That would not happen last. Getting random-ass awards, like the drama award, yeah. would not happen. Diplomas are last. Think, I don't even think 
random ass award would happen at the ceremony. It would no. happen at like a senior night, like two days before or something like that. Exactly. Also, but diplomas are always last. And then someone says a very short thing and then you throw your yeah, hat in the air. And then you go home. Um, and then and she says time of my life again. Again. Like, it's been said so many fucking times in this episode. And then, also, she overshares like a motherfucker. Yeah, she, I mean, that's Fiona. <laughs> it's classic Fiona. Um, but then her speech is over, and then Mo makes his grand gesture with like the band, and they're singing "Time of Your Life," and he's making it up to uh, Marisol. And I did think this was very cute. I, I felt extremely loved manipulated this. by oh, yeah. the music. I was definitely just manipulated. Like, just remember how this was awesome and dirty dancing, and we're like making a fuss in a similar way in a gym. To make you feel like you're watching Dirty Dancing? I, Isn't it great? And I'm like, I, I'm all in. I got it. I, I was mean, all in, too. It. Thank you. I'm, I'm honestly so relieved that you were also all in because <laughs> I'm way more prone to being manipulated by television than you are. And I was like, Holland's going to think I'm really I lame. I think you're way more. I think you're maybe only slightly more because I'm extremely prone to this as well. Because I loved this. Yeah. And my friend was giving me so much shit for how much I loved this. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, no, this is amazing. I was skeptical. I'm like, how did you organize this? And then I was like, okay, this is cute. I love it. It's so cute. I love it. And I wrote, I feel extremely manipulated, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, and then the Mo, and then so Mo is like, I'm sorry, Marisol. She's like, that's fine. Now go talk to the person you really need to talk to, which is Jake. And Mo's like, I want to be a friend. I want to be your friend forever. Like, can we please visit each other in college? And Jake's like, I just want to ask you. I wanted to ask if our kids could play together. Because <laughs> he was like, let's be at each other's weddings. And Jake's like, our kids should play together. Yeah, and I was, was like, amazing. oh, everybody's all in. So I much. loved it. I loved all of this part. This was a, this was delightful to me. Wait, is it Mo's last episode? Okay. Yes. No. no. It's Jake's last episode, and it's Marisol's. And it's Fiona and Owen, but not Mo or Katie. Katie, I get, but like Mo is confusing. What? Maybe he comes. Maybe it's because is it because he comes back in next class to like oh that's do right weird comedy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he was in that reunion episode. But we didn't know who he was. <laughs> I know. I was like, who is this guy? He's not funny. Honestly, that feels like a hundred years ago. It was. That I was, was in my old apartment. I was, say, it was an entirely different apartment for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but then we're with Imogen and Fiona, and Imogen's wearing that really cute dress. And Imogen is like, we need to break up because I can – basically because she can see that their futures are different. Um, and Which is sad. the right call. Yeah. Also, Fiona should not have forgiven Imogen that quickly because she did a really fucked up thing. Seriously, if someone did that to me, they would not be forgiven. It would take so much to forgive that person. Yeah, and then they have one last kiss. And they're over, basically. Yep. Um, but then we're back in the gym. Yeah, because we're with Claire. Claire and Eli. Yeah. I'm like, fine, I guess you're still cute. I don't know. Uh, fine, whatever. Uh, but then I wrote, maybe it's just because Eli is cute. Yes, I was just thinking <laughs> And that. I, like, want cute Eli to be happy. And for some reason, Claire makes him happy. And I guess that's why I'm sure. semi-fine with this. Confusing. I don't know. I don't know. And then they toss their caps, and then we end with, like, a kiss between Eli and Claire as, like, the camera pans out on them in the crowd, and then it's over. Also, Claire says some real cryptic shit about, like, don't let me hold you back in in your future. And he's like, okay, weirdo. (laughs) 
Also, I love how quickly our tune has changed on both Eli and Claire episode by episode. <laughs> it's Sometimes different every episode. It's always different, different. Even at different points in the episode. But I think my favorite thing about us as people is that we will blindly be very, very for one or the other. Yeah. Like, yeah. just furiously so. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And we... You're very easily manipulated <laughs> by the show. It's true. But at least we're aware of it. Yeah, I feel like that kind of helps, right? <laughs> um, all right, but that's the end. Um, Spirit Squad, Captain. I have no one. Marisol? Allie and Jenna for giving... Allie for being a really good friend in the bathroom? Yeah. Jennifer giving great sex advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There wasn't really one. Marisol for forcing Mo to confront his feelings. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I got. Um, Cliff for being a good pal. <laughs> just like willing to go to prom with a stranger. <laughs> Maybe it was just because she was tangentially related to Eli. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, if I go with Claire, I'll definitely see Eli at some point. <laughs> Honestly, that's a fair point, too. Um, all right. Ship. Mo and Jake. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I Friendship, mean, Mo and Jake. Yeah. Um, all right. Grapevine. Cliff and Eli. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We have a couple of emails. Um, the first one is from Diamond. And she says, Hey Queens, I left a review not too long ago and I'm not sure if I got that fanfic just yet. Super excited. I asked to be friendship with Manny. I'm sorry, we're kind of behind on reviews. Um, but we'll get that to you at some point. But also, I just want to say how happy I am that you guys are doing this podcast. I only started listening in June, but it's been so worth it to binge all the episodes. I hope you've enjoyed season 12 because this is where Maya became my third favorite character with that zombie monologue. I do hope you continue on to Degrassi Next Class because Maya has a character arc that starts with Cam's suicide and ends in Next Class. Doing one episode per week really decreased the exhaustion that I heard in season 11. You may not know because you weren't watching the ending seasons while they were on air, but after season 10, they made Degrassi an actual soap opera where they had episodes Monday through Thursday. So it's incredibly exhausting to watch these episodes now. I personally loved the last four seasons because I was the same age as the characters and I graduated at the same time. Hopefully you continue the Degrassi saga because the original shows are definitely worth it in my opinion. Hopefully you're all doing well. Maybe you do a different theme podcast in the future. I would definitely love to listen to anything you both do. Thanks, girls. P.S. Bring back Cody and Allegra. Mostly Allegra. <laughs> Diamond. Sounds like Diamond. Thanks, Diamond. Um... I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for us, but for the foreseeable future, we're doing Degrassi. We're here. Um, hopefully, we'll have Cody back. Cody is crazy Cody's busy. busy. She just released a book, so she's extremely busy. Um, but I think that's actually all that we have for today. Um, but if you would like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at GrassyPod or on Instagram at GrassyPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, you will eventually get a fan fiction, uh, Degrassi fan fiction written by us on the show. And... You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. 
And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And Helen, do you want to recommend a thing? The next part of Terrace House is out and I'm obsessed. That's all I got. <laughs> um, I went to see my favorite band play the other night, AJJ, who I've definitely recommended on this show before. <laughs> it made my life better. Um, I realize that I'm too old for mosh pits, so I have to be choosy about the songs. Otherwise, I get too tired. <laughs> I was like, it's not even like danger because it's like they're a folk punk band. Like there's no danger in that yeah. mosh pit. You're just jumping and like slamming into Getting other exhausted. humans. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, there's a fair amount of slamming and pushing, but I was just like so tired that I was like, I have to be choosy. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that I one of their opening bands is like one of my new favorite bands. And actually, Holland, I think you would like some of them. Um, They're called Roswell Kid and they're delightful. They're really fun. They're just like, I don't know. They're just I can't describe them. They're just good. (laughs) Just listen to them. They're great. Okay. Um, All right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.